on this episode of the AIE podcast. The AIE division is strong. AIE and Celebration are coming to Chicago. It's the Chicago way. The cake is not a lie. And we have an update from the Warfront. And Abovan is here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy XIV. Hi. <laughs> All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 317 of the podcast celebrating you, the Alia Octa-esque gaming community, the Diaspin Podcast. I am Makala. To my left is Miyukao. Greetings, guildies. And to my right, virtually and actually and downstairs, is Tetsumi. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> I hope. Hopefully. <laughs> And tonight is brought to you by Technical Difficulties. And this week, we are happy to be joined by our special guest, Abavan, who's here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy XIV. Welcome, Abo. Hi. I hopefully do not have bandwidth problems because I pay Verizon lots of money every month. True. (laughs) All right. So besides paying Verizon lots of money every month, what have you been doing in and out of game, Abavan? What have I been doing? Well, um. So we have some Final Fantasy hype, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, other games, though, because we're going to talk about that game quite a bit. Um, I've re- I well, I got a new uh, gaming laptop because I'm too mobile in life. So uh, you know, I, I joined the uh, the laptop gaming crusade yet again. Um, and 3,600 updates later. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, no, it's a very nice machine. So I've. Been installing a bunch of stuff, so I reinstalled uh, ESO. So I've been playing a um, very little bit, but I have been playing that. Um, been uh, also been playing a lot of my Switch, doing a lot of the uh, the Tetris 99, uh, which is the battle royale but in Tetris form. Yes, oh, so, yeah, right. so, that is quite not? fun. Yeah. Yes, because and um, there's that and some other games to see. I've been playing Star Tropics on the NES uh, online service. That they have and Star Tropics is uh, I remember that game when I was uh, when I was a kid and it was fun then it is still fun so I've been playing that um, a lot of uh, uh, something well, something I'm excited with is, is um, the um, the next Zelda game is going to be a uh, spinoff um, from uh, the people who made Crypt of the Necro Dancer oh and I love that game <laughs> for those who don't know it's a roguelike game where you know you. You, which you know, for those who don't know, it's you run a dungeon, you die, but you keep, but you get certain things to make your next run a little bit easier because you'll be a little bit stronger, and then you keep on going through again and again until you finally um, complete it. Yeah. Um, the whole thing with Crypt of the Necro Dancer is that you can only move on the beats of the music, and then yeah. you go through the dungeon, and then so and it's a hey, the music is good, and so here, so you go through. And so you can only go a step at the beat of the music, and then you you go through. You find, you know, these little dancing minions uh, that you have to uh, defeat to get through, and eventually, you know, beat the little end boss, and then go through to the next level. And eventually, you have big music theme bosses, which are tons of fun, and it's a great game. And that whole premise of like moving at the beat beat of the music 
is going to be what the next Zelda game is going to be based off of. Oh, wow. So, um, so I'm excited for that. Um, then, uh, outside of that and working and kidding and everything else that, uh, you know, adults have to do in life. Adulting. Uh, adulting yeah. and watching baseball. True. Yeah. Season just started. It did. And I'm and spe- excited. Oh, yeah. And speaking of baseball, what have you been doing in and out of game? <laughs> uh, let's see. Banging our heads against blockade in WoW because that thing is completely overtuned for normal unless you're playing it perfectly and or bringing in ringers. And so we're getting frustrated with that. Uh, we just have that and Jaina left. And from what I understand, Jaina's a much more straightforward fight compared to blockade as far as once you get the dance down you're fine and more fun and more fun so yeah um but beyond that i've been playing a lot of anthem still Mm -hmm. uh for some reason it's drawn me in i am running now on grandmaster two difficulty um a little bit more squishy in the Colossus if I don't pay attention, whereas Grandmaster 1, basically only the end bosses of the Stronghold could really do any significant damage to my Colossus. So now the, um, I forget which ones they are, but they're the ones that shoot out the laser beam that's like a sniper shot, and you get hit by that and you lose like half your health on, on GM2, and it's like, okay, that guy hurt a lot, so he needs to get, he gets taken out quickly um but other than that mainly those two games and uh role-playing in our monday night game that was that was fun i'll let you catch up with where we are on that um but yeah and then uh a ton of yard work because it's that that season of the year and allegedly we're supposed to get rain friday and saturday so i'm glad i did it this weekend yes so all right, and Mew, what have you been doing in and out of game? Uh, lots of Final Fantasy XIV, because it just really has gotten a hold of me again, especially as we get ready for Final, this what's coming up. But we'll talk about that later. Um, other than that, uh, been uh, spending a little bit of time in, Final, in Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, finally started doing their next batch of content called Wild Appalachia. Um, the first bit was... Uh, Coming across a drunk robot and um, having him teach you how to make alcohol. Oh so, my! Okay, a little yeah. bit of a little bit of robot moonshine. Yeah, pretty much. It's actually called Nuka Shine. So, yeah, and uh, it's apparently stronger. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's um, he is specifically designed to tell you how good of the alcohol you're making is. Oh my! Okay. So and uh, yeah, after after taking uh, a drink of the Nuka Shine you just made, you black out and then appear somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, apparently some potent stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's uh, an interesting little quest line. Um, a little bit of uh, uh, you know more uh, history into what's been going on in Appalachia, um, and you know more daily stuff to learn more types of alcohol. Um, but that's just the beginning. I mean, they are adding a ton more stuff like uh, survival mode, um, which is if you're just really into PvP, uh, all the PvP are now doing survival mode. Um, so it's actually a bit of a nicer area in the normal mode because all those hardcore PvPers are just gone. 
they're, they're busy killing each other, which is kind of nice. Great. That, that makes it easier for you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot to come. And uh, it sounds like in the fall, they're going to drop some kind of a big content bomb on us, uh, big story stuff. And everyone's speculating maybe we'll actually see some, you know, interactable NPCs that aren't robots. Oh, so that's kind of exciting. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, just the, that and just lots of Final Fantasy fourteen. So excellent how about how about you um i've been rolling dice well if you call what i was doing with our in-person game the other night rolling because i couldn't roll a thing thing to hit but that's just me whining i may have had to put my dice in the corner and told them to think about what they didn't do um, left the black bag though that's it right they didn't no they have, a little, they have a little jail i okay. um so alec has alec has did make me a little jail mm. um so I put them in the jail Saturday morning and told them to think about what they did <laughs> because I don't roll that many failures. Um, but we did in our, our mon- normally Monday game. It was Thursday this week. We did um, solve the murder mystery. Mm-hmm. It was the gnome. They had a short fuse and got upset about getting stepped over too many times. So it was not premeditated murder. Mm. That was a lot of fun. We uh, this week we had a fight on a very small boat, like which, canoe type small. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was like it was a, a small mm-hmm. skiff, which yeah. really limited our mobility, which made for some interesting tactics and us kind of having to not do what we normally do. Yeah, you know, none of us could really use, you know. Use certain weapons. No there giant was fireballs. No, no giant fireballs. No way. Because my rogue zips in and out of battle. That's kind of her thing. And yeah, couldn't move, couldn't hit. Uh, but we did manage to take out these swarms of piranhas that were fighting, were battling us. Yeah. Um, and are now to the main part of our mission, which is. Um, on a weird, scary, magical island of a cre- and a creature who keeps, who has been stealing the greatest treasures, and they um, stole a person, and we're after that person to try to save them. Sounds exciting. It, yeah, good times. Um, my weekend game, which is a tadpole game, we played today, uh, which was fun. We came across some uh, Norns, which are um, also lichens. So we're hoping to not be on the wrong side of them. Yeah, that sounds like it would be trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mercenaries, though, so we figure you know maybe we can, you know, deal with the highest bidder there. Uh, that was a good. That was a good time. And let's see, we're um, about what seven weeks out from Phoenix Fan Fusion, mm-hmm. and we are in full production mode. Um, think we're we have six. Setting sets of headbands to go to finish up. And by the time we're done, we're going to have about 80 styles. Tet has been drilling dice um, for our dice necklaces. So we're working on those and I am working on jewelry. So it's been a little, a lot of real life up, up at our crafting level around the house. Yeah. I've seen some of that. looks exciting. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, so that's what we've been doing in real life. Uh, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy XIV in just a minute. But first, let's go ahead and cover this week's news. AIE News. 
All right, in our community news, first up, mandatory fun nights, where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. A couple of games have moved days, so make sure you double check when each game is running MFN, and you can always use Discord to converse as well to verify that. And, you know, check there for schedules as well and game nights. So on Monday, we have Guild Wars 2 at 9.30 Eastern. On Tuesday, we have SOTOR at 9 o'clock Eastern. On Wednesday, we have Final Fantasy XIV at 10 p.m. Eastern. On Friday, we have ESO at 9 p.m. Eastern. On Saturday, we have New Braden WoW, which is 11 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, Sunday, at, at we have STO, which is at 8.30 Eastern. Right. And streaming in Guild Podcast News, we have SOTOR episode, our Escape Podcast 285, Arden Con Trail. Uh, we have SEMA, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC 285 taking a look at the Guild Heraldry on the PTS and getting back to some of the Dreadmaster lore with discussion of Oricon. And then following that on Escape Podcast 286, we have Something Dreadful This Way Comes where Seema, Max the Grey, and EPC-286 walk through the dreadful entity fight because they, along with an awesome cross-guild group, did it this week. So congrats to them. Huzzah! And in Nomad's news, AIE and the Division 2, the clan, is doing well and having lots of fun in the game. They're ranked 17 out of 30 with 27 members total. The first post-launch content update was released this past Friday and unlocks the New World Tier 5 that features the latest stronghold, Tidal Basin. Also, the first apparel event titled Invasion is running until May 2nd. During this time, you can earn up to 30 apparel items. Should you earn them all during the event, you'll be awarded a special apparel item, the Black Tusk Uniform. These 30 items will be available in the usual apparel caches and store after the event, but you can only earn the special Black Tusk Uniform during the event. Apparel items include clothing, weapons, skins, and emotes. The first raid, an eight-player activity, will go live on April 25th, later this month and our clan members are eagerly awaiting it get in and gear up now ask about the game in aie's discord in the division two channel receiving an invite as simple as asking for one there for your you play id you can also look up the clan aie nomads and request an invite that way and in wow news the aie alliance guild is growing strong with 119 characters currently Reminder, you just need to submit an application in Numami, leave the faction as Horde, and the officers will correct it when reviewing the application. Don't worry about the level either, just race, class, and name, and you're good to go. We're still having issues with Gmail accounts, so check LFO channel for acceptance, as the officers will announce when they've accepted those applications. In game news, Artifact Knowledge Wrap-Up will continue for the next four weeks to make sure everyone is ready for the 8.2 content a number of players have reached level 50 on their necklace and currently do not get anything for completing world quests that award just as a right patch 8.2 will soon be on the ptr it's currently encrypted and several outlets have interviews with ian heisacosta on what's to come mostly around systems flying and very little content spoilers Wowhead and MMO champions both have good write-ups and links to the original they'll be warned some of the languages some are in languages other than English and not and not not Nerglet Nerglish? And no, not no. Nerglish. Oh not Nerglish. There we go. Yes. <laughs> and yes, oh no's. The cake is no longer a lie for a little bit. 
the uh, five-year celebration started this week in ESO. Uh, pick up a Jubilee cake, the 2019 Jubilee cake, because if you have the 2018 Jubilee cake, that doesn't work. It's just a pretty cake, which is you know neat and all, but it doesn't give you the boost. Um, you can uh, pick up the free voucher for the cake in the Crown Store, um, and the Basically, you have to do a little quick little quest line, talk to the cake maker, give him some ingredients, yada, yada. He'll give you this fancy cake. Um, when you uh, use it for the first time each day, you'll get a two-hour 100% EXP buff and two event tickets. The event, t- <coughs> excuse me, the event tickets are once a day per account, but the buff can be used for the entire duration of the event. So you can just spam it all you want, and it'll, it'll make sure you have that two hours of uh, um, EXP boost. Uh, each week of the event will involve something different. So we have a, a list here, a quick list here for you. Uh, week with, uh, week one, uh, uh, your daily crafting writs um, will get you uh, gift boxes as usual, but they'll contain some uh, extra style pages. It's a pretty standard thing for them to do when they're doing a holiday, though. Uh, week two, uh, complete daily delves and world bosses to earn more gift boxes. And week three... If you're into PvP, uh, jump into Cyrodiil in the Battlegrounds and get some goodies there. <clears throat> week four, the Daily Dungeon Trials will reward a gift box. And week five, your choice. Do any of the daily quests in Tamriel to get gift boxes. Sounds like a lot going on. Um, yep. Just an update from Corley. He says, actually, there's no ticket. Oh, there's no ticket. So, yes. I, yeah, I didn't remember getting a ticket, but maybe I thought I just missed it. Cool. Awesome. And thank you for that update, Corley. We appreciate our chat room there. We do. Oh, never mind. That was him quoting Indiana Jones. Sorry. (laughs) No ticket. Got it. Throw off the train. I'm wow. (laughs) Oh, wait. Now that's, yeah. Oh, that's, that's hilarious, Corley. Yeah. Yeah. So no ticket. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Everyone else waves their ticket. All right. And speaking of tickets, in SOTOR news, game update 5.10.3, the Dantooine incursion has been announced with more info coming this month. If you, like us, know every word of A New Hope, then you'll remember that Dantooine is the planet that Princess Leia told Grand Moff Tarkin was the location of the Rebellion's secret base. She was trying to keep him from blowing up Alderaan. This was a lie, of course, as the Rebel base had been moved by then. The action in Sotor takes place long before any of this, though. We only know a little bit about this update, but we do know that it will include a new reoccurring event. Also, we will be getting double rewards coming April 16th through the 23rd. And in Sotor Guild news, there was an AIE meetup in Boston on March 29th, and much fun and possibly beer was had by all. And the big news, Star Wars Celebration, April 11th to the 15th in Chicago. A number of AIEers will be there and meeting up. Check out Max's post in the events channel in Discord if you think you might be in the area and want to swing by. You don't have to have the Star Wars Cantina tickets for the meetup. A cross-guild event that Marcus has been working on tirelessly for several weeks came to fruition this month. Members of AIE and two other guilds downed the secret boss in Terror from Beyond called the Dreadful Entity. This was a major effort because it involved getting more people together than any of the guilds had, getting them all a particular drop from a particular boss, getting an item to summon the boss, and then clearing part of the operation ahead of time. Credit goes to Gildy Medulla for betting Marcus millions of credits that he could not do it. 
I think it was around 100 million credits that that was bet on the fact that he couldn't do it. Oh, no, 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 no. No one makes it. Yeah, that was silly. <laughs> and April Mega was will be April 19th and is called the OSIS Takeover. Mandatory fun night continues on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, alternate weeks between Imperial and Republic sides. If you're wondering which side we're on, there's always a dated message posted in the guild message of the day. There is no gear level requirement. And in STO news, first contact event is still going on until the 11th. The mandatory fun night, as we mentioned, is on Sunday at 8.30 Eastern. First contact event will get you rewards like Thompson submachine gun, Launch toy, a skill point, hello admitter, Phoenix shuttle, etc. Uh, the Pavo event is still going on for special awards, though you are running out of time. And in secret Eve news, an Ooh. update from the Warfront. Test attempted a crafty spy technique of seeding um, Sino inhibs through a FRT spy and then transferring them to test just before a big fight in range of their own staging. A lot of stuff on there. Illo Knight, uh, the greatest of the FRTFCs, uh, bombed them into meme category. Goonfleet got caught between two balls and a lance of power in one of the reporter's words. Them dudes eating the crap there. Redacted. Redacted. There is a Twitch uh, TV uh, link there um, if you want to see a little bit more. Uh, go ahead and check the show notes. Show notes. Um, FRT won first dino fight of this war with many more to come. FRT, for those curious, is Fraternity, the lead alliance in the Winter Coalition. Uh, Test and Goons are aligned against us in the Winter Coalition. And that's all, right. about all from Eve. <laughs> and being Eve, it's filled with Eve shorthand. Um, yes. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and get back to Abbo and find out what's going on with AIE and Final Fantasy fourteen. Hey, Abbo, what's going on with AIE and Final Fantasy fourteen? What? What? Oh, oh what? Sorry. what? Sorry, I fell asleep when he said Eve. Oh. Hey, be nice. They, <laughs> they are our they are our, I so know, can I get I try to get into that game so many times. I could I just can't do it. Uh, not every game's for everybody. But the people that play Eve love Eve. I know. It's uh, it's not for me. It's you you can't see me on the camera when I'm giving you the glare. <laughs> so, uh, we are here to talk Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Because we're in we're in Shadowbringers hype. Woo! Woo! We're in full-on full hype mode. In fact, we have... Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, look at that. Shadowbringers. <laughs> Coming to, to us soon. Um, the official launch date is going to be July 2nd. Um, with a head start for those who pre-ordered the expansion. Uh, we'll be able to jump into uh, the world of Shadowbringers on um, uh, June 28th. <clears throat> All right. So. First off, some ground rules here for this podcast here. Um, we're There may be some spoilers in the Final Fantasy campaign. We're avoiding when we can, but some may be inevitable. Um, we're going to do our best. <laughs> Try to avoid them. The talk, uh, so we can at least talk about Shadowbringers. All right? All right. Okay. So first off, um, if you like trailers that are cool, I recommend the full 
Shadowbringers trailer now that's available all over the interwebs. And there'll be a link to this when we post the notes uh, to the um, to the website. Um, so go ahead and check that out. Um, Definitely, just yeah. me it and I'll link you. Yeah, and if, if you've been with us for the whole journey, pay attention to what classes the hero is doing throughout his his you know little battle, and you might pick up on some interesting things. So I thought that was kind of cool the way they did that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of fun things there. And even just like cool videos, it's it, it's just a cool video and a cool song and lots of like cool stuff happening. Mm-hmm. All right. So. All right. So where are we going in Shadowbringers? Um, we are going to a place called The First. It's like a parallel universe. Um, or like a, almost like a spawn of, of uh, our... Eorzea that we know and love first has their own problems. Um, so for those who have played Final Fantasy, you are the warrior of light. Spoiler. <laughs> I hope you know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> You're the warrior of light. Um, you need to bring balance, you know, balance out people who are bring, trying to bring dark forces against you, hence the warrior of light. Um, but there's this world called the first and they are essentially being nuked like a tater tot left in a deep fire way too long because they're being nuked by light energy and everything is uh, essentially being nuked. Um, So we are being sent to the first and we need to go to Aaron to save Eorzea. We need to save the first. Uh, There's a link there that we're not quite sure of yet. Um, but that's the that's the whole that's the premise. So yeah. essentially, what they've kind of explained, w- without getting into too many spoilers, is that the first is a world that would happen if what would happen if light won totally, like completely, like they just decimated darkness. Like there's no, not even a trace of darkness left. Right. What happens? Well, that's what so, you're going to find out. <laughs> so in a, to save them. Instead of being the warrior of light, we need to become the warrior of darkness, bringing shadow to the world, hence the name. Right. Shadowbringers. Yep. All right. So what's it going to look like? Um, it's definitely a high fantasy look that they're going for these days. Um, so a lot of um, uh, you know large castle type uh, events, lots of color. Lots of uh, lots of nature areas because you know you have when you have twenty four hours of super sunlight, um, it's either you're going to completely nuke the ground or you're going to have crazy vegeta- crazy vegetation. So there's a lot of um, it's going to be a lot of that. There's a, some zones are going to be almost like a overgrown. Um, other zones are just like nuked areas. So there's going to be a lot of uh, um, cool things happening there. That's essentially what happens to a nature world when there's never darkness and the plants have to adapt. Oh wow! Okay. Because that's that's one of the things is there's there is no night day cycle. It's just day, twenty four hours a day, day. That's it. Like that's that's how much light one is. There's yeah, we're just not going to have shadows anymore. We're not going to have <laughs> time anymore. Just yeah, we just win. No. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not even a, not even a night a night day cycle because there is no night. Um, now there is there's a night day cycle in the rest of the work rest of the game world just not here. Yeah. 
So it's not like they said, oh, we don't want to program that in. It's already in there. <laughs> um, so what are we going to be doing? Well, there's going to be a bazillion quests to do. Um, we're going to be saving you know, the, the first realm here. And we're going to be running dungeons, which we're going to have nine at launch, which is one more than what we got on the last two expansions. Um, looking around, I think um, uh, Battle for Azeroth, um, that had 10 dungeons at launch. Something like that, yeah. Around there. I mean, it's dungeons in Final Fantasy, they're a little more required than um, than the... Than the uh, such, uh, you know, nearly optional on the uh, in WoW, but still, st- still good to do. Uh, so they, we're going to have n- nine to uh, to go through at launch. Um, new classes, you betcha. First one that was already announced uh, was the Gunbreaker class. Uh, the Gunbreaker is going to be a gun sword wielding tank. Jeez. So. Um, for those uh, people who've been playing Final Fantasy for many years, um, there's a game called Final Fantasy VIII. Um, after seven, four, nine. Um, that's, why, that's why it's an eight. Um, there's a character, the main character in that game was, was a character by the name of Squall. And he ran around, uh, had a sword gun yeah, that you could pull the trigger and make his sword go boom against bad guys. So it's going to be like that, except you're a tank. And without all the self-loathing that the main character had, because that was during the uh, the angst years of the Final Fantasy franchise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically like a machinist and a dark knight decided to, to mash their stuff together and just let's see what happens. Yes, so um, we'll get details of that soon, soon. But uh, but it is we do know it. It will be a tank character, so that that's gonna be fun. And then just announced at the last fan fest in Japan, uh, we just got the other class we're going to be getting, which will be a dancer. And this dancer will be, is a full-fledged class. It will be a ranged DPS class. Uh, we'll be using throwing weapons as their um, weapon of choice, as well as dances and jigs and things like that to um, buff their allies and debuff their foes. That so, looks like a ton of fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, dancing and uh, you know, dance away. Do, 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 do a do a jig, scare the bad guy. Everybody wins. Yeah, and, and um, they put a lot of effort into it too. The uh, the throwing weapons you get, whatever it happens to be. So it might be the the chakras, it might be boomerangs. You know, it could be uh, ninja stars. But they actually, unlike most games, when you throw your weapons at the foe. You can actually watch it hitting the foe and bouncing off, and then it comes back to you, and your character catches it. They've actually put the effort to make sure that that whole cycle is in the game. Um, typically, with most games, it's like you throw the thing, it magically appears in your hand. You throw the thing, it magically appears in your hand. So neat. I was always kind of I was kind of impressed with the amount of tech they put into that. Yep. Um, tentatively, when you pick up these new classes, they'll start at sixty. Um, we'll report back when we know for certain. <laughs> But we think, um, they, say they, they said tentatively 60. Um, we're also getting two new races you could be. The one that was already announced was the Viera, which is the, the, the bunny girls. They're um, tall with bunny ears. I think they're taller than the elves. Yes. I mean, the ears add like two feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus the ears. Right. So, um, now the characters we've been seeing were all 
um, female bunnies. And it turns out that male bunnies do exist, but they're very, very rare. So rare, um, players will not be able to be male Vieira. Essentially, if there were enough players making male Vieira, that would be more than exist in the world. Right. So, with that said, we're getting a second race. The male only, um, Hrothgar. Hrothgar. Is that a, a, it's, there's the whole HR um, continent putting together. It sounds funky. So, oh, Hrothgar. Hrothgar. Is it height? So, what is a Hrothgar uh, besides a, a, a fine Klingon dish? Um, it is a, um, a biped, uh, you know, humanoid tiger-esque person with sometimes a horn, sometimes not. Very burly and um, with abs. Yeah, essentially it's like, you know how, you, how with Makote you have essentially cat boys and cat girls? These are tiger men. Like, you take the, um, oh geez, the row, the uh, row Dagan, however you say their full names, but the row, the big burly dudes, and then mix them with a Makote, and there you go. You've got a Hrothgar. Right. For those, again, for those who played Final Fantasies in the past, Final Fantasy X, uh, was it, uh, what's his name, Bronzo? Do us off memory here. I should, have, I should have looked them up. Um, essentially, one of the guardians uh, of Yuna. Um, you know, the one with the horn. Mm-hmm. That's the inspiration, if you want to, if you will. Um, so yeah, and that's going to be a male, a male only race. So you have one male race, one female race. There has been talk saying that they may reconsider that position based off of community outcry, which there has been. Oh yes, always is. So. We may have some uh, some changes down the line, but as of right now, one it, uh, it's a male race and a female race. Um, yeah, there are hundreds for, of for male bunnies very upset right now. <clears throat> right. Um, now that won't stop you from getting making a character and getting the bunny ears. That's still an option. Yes, it has been for many years. Um, so combat changes. Well, you betcha. Um, so. There's a resource. So right now, characters have um, two resources, and they may have a special class resource. Um, they have uh, they have uh, MP magic points and TP technical points, technicals, toilet paper, whatever. <laughs> TP. Uh, well, the TP is going away, gone. A mushk. So uh, a lot of classes are going to get reworked so that they you're going to have you're just going to have your your health, your HP, your mana, your MP, and whatever like special class resource class resource you have. So mm-hmm. warriors have like rages. Um, your white mages they have your lotuses. Um, you have your ammo and your machinist and you know things like that. Yep. Um, TP is gone. So a lot of classes are going to get reworked. You're going to gain some abilities. Some abilities are going to get the uh, heave ho. Um, mainly you know because you know they want to be able to make the game so you don't have to have. 40 bars up just to play the game. You know, like, you know, have a, a 40, a 40 action rotation to worry about. Right. So that, that's going to be happening soon. Uh, um, we will be getting a live letter when to talk about combat changes soon, uh, but, but we don't have a date yet. Um, level cap. Well, just like every other expansion, aside from a couple key, ones in some games. Uh, level cap is being raised. This one to 80. 
So it's another 10 levels uh, to acquire. Um, other things we're going to get. We're getting dwarves. Yeah, this is a new beast tribe. New beast tribe. Small folk, beards, and and almost net worth out their helmets. Uh, but they did take a screenshot of a of a dwarf without the helmet, and it was a lalafell underneath. So it turns out, because um, this is a, a parallel world, same races are there, but they they eventually acquire like different names. So mm-hmm. so different your lalafells too. Yeah. So your lalafells are dwarves. Your uh, your uh, hires, which are the humans, are now humes, and then. Ecotes are mistels. Elzen are elves. Uh, <laughs> um, Rose are oh Jesus, <laughs> Galgent. Yeah, let's go with that. And then Aras are drawns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they, it's, it, that's kind of interesting because it's 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 a parallel universe, so different evolution of just the people. So for whatever reason, in the first, the Lalafell version, the dwarves never got to the point where they became considered a non-beast tribe. So like they're not considered one of the major races in their world, which is just kind of interesting. So it kind of brings a lot to, to think about because in our world, they obviously the Lalafell did uh, become a, a maiden race. So stuff to look forward to there. Okay. So you go through your 10 levels, you get to the end here and you want to do some, some high end hard stuff. What do we got? Well, you, you know, go for experts, yada yada. Uh, but we're going to have um, new eight-player eight content called Eden, uh, which we're going to need to be um, essentially restoring elements that have uh, that have been um, essentially nuked. So essentially, we're trying to restoring again, do, doing some more restoring here. Yeah, the, um, because in that world, in the first, where the light won, the light won so hard, it's not just the darkness went away, but like, you know, the earth elements went away, water element went away, fire element went away. Like, just the element of light was so overwhelmingly winning the war that it just wiped everything else out. So now we have to restore it. Right. So um, this uh, story will, uh, will include a new character, a resolve around character named Gaia, which is a um, a, a character that uh, was uh, illustrated and shown to us that has a very much a Kingdom Hearts feel to it. Because yeah, <laughs> the character was um, was created by guest designer, and this is also the person who's the design designer the rate the, the rate tiers is, and uh, I apologize if I butcher names here, but uh, Tetsuya uh, Nomura. Tetsuya Nomura. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I um my um Japanese uh, pronunciation is not there. <laughs> So his previous work was a designer, director, and character artist for the Kingdom Hearts series. So if his previous work is any indication, we're going to have a wild ride for the the raids this time around. Oh, yeah. Um, 24-man raids um, will be Yohora Apocalypse. Apocalypse, sorry. And this will be a spiritual successor to Nier Automa, yep. uh, which is also going to have the same, uh, the same guest designers who created that series. Yosuke Sato and, and Yoko Tara. Excellent. So Yoko is interesting. Yeah, he's a uh, his uh, profile pictures as a what, gigantic moonhead. Yeah, yeah. He wears that thing everywhere. Like I don't I don't know if his actual face is known because he just wears that thing everywhere. Oh, he's like Daft Punk, the, the Daft Punk of uh, designers, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Daft Punk, the game designers. Yeah. Um, 
Also for Endgame, we're going to have something called the Reconstruction of Ishgard. So um, Ishgard is a city that got pretty messed up because they had a, a millennia of fighting wars against a bunch of dragons. If you haven't noticed, um, dragons are big and can eat people. Right, because um, they're crunchy and go with ketchup. They, yep. they yeah. are. And when you're at war with them for a thousand years, uh, A, you have to be very hardy, but B, your city is going to be really messed up. And uh, for those who play through Ishgard, it is a pretty messed up city. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if um, uh, uh, Tess, I'm not sure if you got that far in your in your games in there, but uh, the um, it is a very cool city, but it is messed up. <laughs> well, um, so they had an expansion to recover um, because you know those spoilers, but you know you may have had an impact on that thousand year war, yeah. or you may not have. Who knows? We're not doing spoilers. <laughs> We're not. Um, yeah, but um, so they had an expansion to rest up, and now it's uh, now we're going to be rebuilding it, and that's going to provide some end game content for crafters and gatherers. Yeah, end game content for crafting and gathering, which is just blowing my mind. Right. Yeah. So you know, think, think you know, uh, some difficult things, storylines made for crafters. So that's cool. And rumor has it that after after um, a while, so probably a couple patches in. We may be able to get some housing in Ishgard, so that that will be very interesting. In case you know you want a winter wonderland as your house, um, you'll um, we could potentially have that. That's something that a lot of folks are really hoping for because um, housing air plots are at a premium. Uh-huh. And if they can if they can add more, that would be wonderful. Especially completely different um, type of um, zone to look in. Uh, trust system. That's something is going to be new in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, but it's essentially we will be able to take um, notable NPCs and adventure with them. Um, possibly even going into dungeons with them. Um, how how does will this actually work out? How will this actually play out with the player base, with grouping? Don't know yet. But it is a, um, an announced feature. Um, also, we're... Well, so that we're going to be getting that I should add to, to the show notes actually is a uh, new game plus. So um, the great thing about this is all the story content and some story um, um, dungeons and duties that you have to do. Uh, but the problem is you can't redo them again. Well, new game plus will let you do it again. Um, again, exact details I guess, haven't been announced, but new game plus is something that we see in a lot of um, square Enix games. Um, Chrono Trigger was the first one that I remember it having. I'm not sure there's ones before that, but you can essentially play through the game again with your already powered up party. New Game Plus is something similar to that in the in MM, MMO style. So very cool. So your one-time use things you can do again. Also, that's been that's actually in progress and actually already happened in Europe, but uh, server re- redistribution. So um, the way that the servers are split up in um, in Final Fantasy, is that you in the groupings called data centers, and inside each data center is a number of servers, and that is your grouping pool. Um, subscriber numbers are up on Final Fantasy, oh, and yeah. they've been growing, and you, it's tell that even the small servers even have queues at times. Nice. Um, Goblin, our server had a queue the other day, and I was like, "What? Yeah. We went to the server with so we get around the queues, and now we have one um, because there's so many people, and apparently." Like that everywhere, so they're going to be redistributing 
the data centers, uh, the servers around and making a new a new data center called Crystal. And they're pulling some 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 servers from group from from Ether and the other one from the one that we're not a part of that I can't remember the name to because we're not a part of that data center. It's not chaos, is it? Is that or is that Europe? That's Europe. That's Europe. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's. <laughs> So they're pulling <laughs> servers from Ether and the other one and from <laughs> and creating a new crystal data center. Yes. Why is this important? Is because Goblin is one of the servers that will be moving to crystal. All right. So what does that mean is if you um if you happen to play on another server or have characters on another server, um you may want to check to make sure that um after the the servers reshuffle that you'll be able to play uh, be able to play with us because again you can only group within your own data center. Um, now they will be offering free transfers for everyone in North America dur- um, when this all when this all goes down. Now this is happening not during Shadowbringers launch, but this month, April twenty three. That's a Tuesday. April twenty third um, is when all the sh- the, sh- uh, the shuffling will happen. Um, I'm expecting twenty four hour maintenance beforehand, so yep. um, make plans to go outside on April twenty second. And uh, we'd be able to, um, to A, we'll be reshuffled into the Crystal Data Center, so we'll have a new group of people to play with. And some, you know, there will be some other servers going with us as well, so we'll have some, some familiar, familiar, familiar servers with us, but a whole new, brand new servers coming with us. Um, and we're, uh, they'll also be offering free transfers during this time for two weeks uh, with lax requirements. So you can take more gil with you, you can have more, more, take more stuff with you when you yep. transfer, because there was some limits on there. So um, if you were looking to move some characters over to Goblin so you can play with us, or if you were looking to um, just move, move some characters around overall, um, that's the time to do it. Um, come April 23rd, you'll, you will get free server transfers. Yeah, those that are still on Gilgamesh and you didn't get to move along with us at the time, this is where you want to pay attention and start moving your characters over at that date. That way you can join us on Goblin because it is an open server still. It, is, it has a lot more room. I mean, it still has queues, but you can join us. You can create new characters there. You move old characters there. It has yes. a lot more room. And, and there's housing plots. Not many, but there is, there is housing plots. So you, if you get the money, you, you can get home. Uh, given, uh, there's, always, there's always a room for you at the company house because you can always buy a room to decorate to your heart's content. Yep. It's uh, for, yes, it's cheaper there to and it's cheaper than buying an apartment room. Yes. Now uh, by like a hundred thousand. So mm-hmm. it's good it's a good deal. And you get to hang on the house more. Uh, the Twitch Prime deal where if you have Twitch Prime, which means you have Amazon Prime, you link it to your Twitch account that makes you a Twitch Prime account which gets you a tons of free games. A lot of free games actually and, and not not trash games, decent games. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the uh, deals they have going on is you can get the starter edition of Final Fantasy XIV, not the demo, the full edition of of starter edition, which is normally twenty bucks. Which is basically ARR. It's 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 the it's two point All of two is now is it's free with this Twitch Prime deal. Right, and you get it, and you get a, a thirty day subscription. Yep. So you can play the game for thirty days before you have to start paying your your fifteen bucks or or less, depending on if you. Buy in bulk, or if you get the single character subscription, mm-hmm. um, and away you go. Um, and you can, you can join the free company, join AIE, chat with us, play with us. And it is a very even the the, the first chunk of the game is very good, and is very and, and is entertaining, and you'll have a good time. Oh yeah, um, especially you know 
it's a it definitely has a a fluid feel to it. So you you may if experiencing burnout in your own game, come on in. You know, water's fine. Uh, expansions though. Um, so if you per- purchase the current uh, expansion, which is Stormblood, that will get you both Heaven Heaven's Ward and Stormblood in one package. Um, but that won't get you Shadowbreakers or sh- Shadowbreakers. I keep on doing that. Shadowbringers. Huh? I even wrote B R I N G E R S. Huh? I even wrote Shadowbreakers in my notes. It's Shadowbringers. <laughs> We're bringing shadows, not breaking them. Right. Even though that is a very cool sounding game, though. I mean, think about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I buy that. <laughs> so Shadowbringers can be pre-ordered, and you, and, you, and if you do that, you get the pre-order bonuses today, which includes um, some earrings that are scale that will scale with you, almost like a WoW heirloom. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll scale, scale scale with you and give you stats appropriate to your job, and experience bonuses and all the way up all the way up to 70. Yep. Yeah. Previously the the old earrings only took you up to 50. So past 50 you didn't get that bonus. But now with the new one you get all the way to 70. Yeah. And now you get stats before you didn't you didn't get stats that really helped you. Now if you bought the if you don't buy any expansions until Shadowbringer bringers come out, if you if you get Shadowbringers, you will get all the previous expansions. Right, so it's just a buy the current expansion, you get all the previous ones. However, if you if you only have the base game, like from the starter edition, for like from Twitch Prime or whoever, and you wait until you and you only buy Shadowbringers, you only pre-order Shadowbringers, you don't get access to the other expansions until June twenty eighth, the start of the Head Start. So just keep that in mind. Um, if you want to play, um, there's plenty of time to purchase uh, Heaven's Word or Stormblood. Play through the base game, play Heaven's Award, and then play Stormblood, and you'll you know you'll have plenty of time to do all that and get caught up before um, Sh- Shadowbringer start up. Yeah, there's a lot of content waiting for you. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, a ridiculous amount. Um, now these the, uh, the Twitch Prime deal is only PC, so if you want the Mac edition or if you want to play on your PlayStation Four, um, you need you, know, you do have to get those editions there. Um, everyone does share the same servers, though. There's, so there's no separation between, you know, oh, you're a PC player, you're a play, PlayStation player. No, 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 no. We don't do that here. Everyone plays on the same servers. Everyone can interact with each other. Everyone gets the same control schemes. So if you want keyboard and mouse, plug in keyboard and mouse into your PlayStation, where you go. Um, you like you like controllers, plug a controller into your PC and get the same control set that you would on, on the if you had a controller on the uh, PlayStation. Both people can get both things in. You say, oh, how can you play MMO with a controller? You easily can. Easily. Yeah. This one's well designed for it. Yeah, and there's, um, if you, um, it, like, if you're playing WoW, you can actually look up the Final Fantasy add-ons to actually emulate the Final, the Final Fantasy control scheme with a controller, and it actually works. <laughs> when I, you know, when I go, when I play WoW from time to time, I have I have played around with that um, with that with those um, with those add-ons and it does um, it's interesting. It's not as clean as as Final Fantasy does because it's not baked into the UI because you have to click some things in 3D space on the, in WoW. So that's a little bit challenging, but it can be done. And uh, you can do a full-fledged MMO, do top-tier DPS, top-tier healing, top-tier um, top-tier tanking uh, with a controller. And some 
And I believe some some uh, encounters are actually easier on a controller than it is with keyboard and mouse. It's definitely crafting and gathering, honestly. Oh yeah, and fishing with the vibration on, because then you, can, oh, yeah. you don't you have to look at the monitor. Then yep. <laughs> you can do everything through through um th through the vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. Good for uh, watching baseball and playing games at the same time. So. We love to have you in Final Fantasy with us. You know, it's a great game. Um, it's a solid game. It's a, it's a, it's a well put together game. It's very very pretty. Um, you know, we have our our housing is that you know there, there is a free company housing. So you know, we have like a, a little collective place to get together as AIE and do things. There's crafting stations. There's stables to help um, level your chocobos and change colors of the chocobos. You can uh, there's mini games. We have little mini games inside the house. There we have little um, items that gives you buffs and experience buffs in the house. Just gotta click on and go. Um, I urge you to. Or I urge everyone to use them. Um, there's like little tea sets and little um, food around. You just go. Oh, oh, I just got a three percent experience bonus. So um, please, you know. So we, you know, when we say, we, you know, you know, the you know AIE has cookies. We actually have cookies in our game. Literally, yes. <laughs> so please do that. Cool. It gives you an experience bonus. So please eat them. Um, our, our Discord channel is very active. Uh, we have a lot of people talking about the game, different aspects of the game. We, you know, we want you to, we, we love that conversation. We try to encourage it. Um, free company chat, we also want that as well. You know, we want people to talk in game. Um, your, your participation in chat is highly appreciated and um, absolutely needed um, because, if, you know, if we haven't noticed, Final Fantasy is not a, in, with AIE, you know, we don't have the hundreds or even thousands of people like WoW does. Um, the, the the flow of chat isn't nearly as uh, uh, fast or plentiful as it is in other, in other games. So we'd love to have a conversation to keep that flowing. Um, if, you, if you come in, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to say, we'd love you to ask questions. You are not bothering us by asking stuff in chat. Even if you want to run stuff, you are not bothering us. In fact, you as a new player, you are helping us as... Um, established players because when you run a new dungeon the first time you provide bonuses to all the other people and and yourself actually yeah it's a little bribe <laughs> it's like oh hey new player here's a bribe pretty so, much yeah. pretty much and uh you know we we love this we would love to introduce this game to you you know if you never played a final fantasy game before that's okay um it's just themes that are carried over there's no you're not it's not like you're not going to understand what's going on you know it's not like you're going to uh there's no plot uh, being carried over from game A to game B. Um, you, if you play, when you each one is a independent world, independent story. And um, if you played MMOs before, you'll feel right at home. You know, there's you have icons, you target the guy, you may you uh, when you start off, you might feel like your global cooldown is very long and it's just a slower combat. But that's because when you get older. Um, half your skills are off the global, global cooldown. So you you at max level, you're going to wish the global cooldown was longer because you need to squeeze in all these skills. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're on the Goblin server. So if you want to join up, we're all character on Goblin. Hop into Discord. Let us know the character name. We'll get you in. Yep. And you'll, and we'll start playing together as soon as we can. If you see see an AIE person running around, you can click on them and and, and apply to the guild that way. Or you can, if you can get to Shiragani, you can find the the guild house there and apply at the placard out front. Or find us in Discord; it's the easiest. 
Awesome. All right, so that is our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting titles, Ababan, uh, thank you so much for joining us and giving us a great amount of information about AIE and Final Fantasy XIV. My pleasure. Uh, and again, don't forget that tonight, um, actually starting in, actually it's already started. Um, what was is STO's <laughs> Madroy Fun Night? Sorry about that. Um, Abo, anywhere, anything to plug? Anywhere to find? Where should we find you? Um, I am Avalvan, um, everywhere on the interwebs. Um, I can be found on uh, in Discord nearly all day, every day. Uh, my Twitter is at Avalvan. Uh, I'm sure I have other social accounts floating around the world, uh, but those Twitter is my one main social account I use in the gaming world. And uh, listeners, if you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-show.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. I am at the MuCal. Makala is at Cyberwaif. And Tetsemi is at Angry Tiger. Uh, we record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, which is aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. And our Discord server for chat is at bit.ly slash AIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Ask Buxley and Overly Dramatic News by Hunts the Wind. And next time, we'll be talking to Max and Guest in, about Sortor. And just a show note, uh, the next show will actually be Saturday the 20th through the Eastern. And my lovely co-host will be hosting that because I will be in Massachusetts that week. Uh, so until then, AIE, this is Makala. And this is Mucal. This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. <laughs> Innocuous minigame hides shocking secret agenda. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. Tortolans as a whole seem to be one of the most benign intelligent races in Azeroth. A bit cranky at times and prone to droning on with long stories, but otherwise harmless. But an exclusive undercover investigation by the ODN stealth reporting team has revealed there is much more to these reptiles than meets the eye. It turns out there exists a devious sect within the Tortolan community that fervently believes that the now-reincarnated Torga is the one true deity, and that all the other spirits worshipped in Zandalar are false gods that must be done away with. This sect has been plotting a very long-term strategy on multiple fronts, manipulating the enemies of King Rastakhan to kill Shadra, the blood trolls to kill Razan, and even the Horde to kill Herik. This cult is sought to subtly turn all other Tortolan against the spirits they consider to be enemies. The strategy seems to be kill those they can and manipulate the populace to drive the others out. Thus we come to the most insidious of the cult's plots, the subversion of children's lessons and games to suit their agenda. Our investigative team has discovered that the amusing game of guiding a young Tortolan through a maze is actually conditioning children to expel the cult's enemies, such as Gonk, Paku, and Kimbrel. How does the team know this? Because their translation of the Torga cult's writings reveals the true name of the supposedly innocuous game, Make Loa Go. 
Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Buxley available in Premium Edition. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This is another question about portals. I must have gotten 117 questions about portals. I got a lot of, Buxley, where did the portals go? Buxley, what happened to the portals? Buxley, why does this weird computer talk to me about aperture science? I have no idea what that last one means, but I'll tell you what happened to the portals. The mages got tired. And your next question is probably, what do you mean the mages got tired? Did you pay attention to those old portals? I know some of them were self-serve, but a lot of them had two mages with their arms up casting right next to the portals. 24 hours a day. And I don't know about you, but I get tired holding my arms up for casting for just a few hours in a dungeon, so I can't even imagine what it's like to do it for 24 hours a day. These mages got very tired, and two of them fell through their own portal into another zone. Oh, and you never want to do that. That'll put you not only in another dimension of sight and sound, but of mind. It's a journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop, the Twilight Highlands Zone. So in an effort to keep all the mages from ending up in the Twilight Highlands, the towns that employed these mages gave them all early retirement and hired a new set of mages. And the new mages, since they saw what happened to the last group, insisted on getting time off, fewer portals, and to be on rotation so none of them would ever get their arms that tired ever again. Thanks for your questions! If you have a question you'd like me to answer, as long as it's not about portals, send email to askbuxley at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm still not going through one of those things! Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.